Hi, I'm Sarah, and this is the podcast version of my newsletter called Sierra by the Season, where I explore a little bit of everything that's on my mind as I try to lean into nature's wisdom and rhythms. Subscribe and learn more at sarahbythesseason.com. I'm recording outside where I like to write if the weather permits, so enjoy the sounds of our place. The title of this week's newsletter is Swinging the Pendulum or Mixing the Waters. Last week was the fall equinox. One of two times during the year that we celebrate the balance of the light and the dark. The equinoxes always have me thinking about balance. I recently read The Chalice and the Blade, Our History, Our Future by Rianne Eisler, a book originally published in 1987 and one that has been on my to-be-read pile for a long time. It too, in a way, is about balance. The premise of the book is that the is that there is quite a bit of evidence that humans lived in what Eisler calls partnership societies for much of what we consider the prehistoric period, which as a reminder from 10th grade world history, just means the time before humans started writing things down. Eisler's research plots human civilizations on a continuum from partnership to dominator societies, which she describes as follows. The dominator model is what is popularly termed either patriarchy or matriarchy, the ranking of one half of humanity over the other. The second model, in which the social relations are primarily based on the principle of linking rather than ranking, may best be described as the partnership model. In this model, beginning with the most fundamental difference in our species between male and female, difference is not equated with either inferiority or superiority. The thesis of the chalice and the blade is that we once moved from partnership models associated with the chalice to dominator models associated with the blade. And because we did it once, we can and should do it again for the well-being of all life on Earth. From my research, it was a controversial book back when it was originally published in 1987, but I found it no less mind-bending as I was reading it 35 years later. One thing I've thought a lot about in the last few years is we've societally wrestled with big questions like the Me Too movement, Black Lives Matter, Indigenous rights, who gets to decide how history is taught, etc. Is this idea of the need for the pendulum to swing in the other direction for a few centuries. The idea being that, for example, we've been living under the thumb of patriarchal systems for a few millennia, so the pendulum needs to swing far in the exact opposite direction for a few millennia, so that maybe, eventually, we could find somewhere in the middle that is less problematic. But Eisler helped me to see that perhaps the matriarchy, which is what I thought was the opposite of the patriarchy, is just another dominator model. So maybe the pendulum swinging towards a matriarchal system would have all sorts of its own problems. Maybe this pendulum idea is another false dichotomy that doesn't really get us where we want to go. Instead of waiting for the pendulum to swing in the entirely opposite direction, we, and all of creation, need us to find a way together to get the pendulum's momentum to rest somewhere more in the middle between the extremes. In Santoc, Tyson Yankaporta talks about the Naguk Lokath, an indigenous word for the brackish water that collects during the wet season when the fresh water from the rivers mixes with the salt water along the coast. This process, he writes, is a phenomenon of dynamic interaction occurring when opposite forces meet in an act of new creation. It is a principle that guides the interactions of different groups and interests in society, a reflection of the natural processes of organizing systems. Changes and transformations occur this way. Dynamic systems of culture, even languages, evolve over time through these interactions. In order for the brackish waters of the hybridity to stew up something exciting, as Yankaporta calls it, Those of us who have historically had more power and privilege need to step back to give more room for those brackish waters to properly balance out and mix together into the something exciting Yanka Porter foretells. Maybe the visual of the pendulum helps us visualize the inequities of our collective past, but it isn't all that great as a metaphor to imagine a new future. 
Instead, maybe we consider the Nagak Lokath as our guiding metaphor for a way forward, one in which we can all, human and more than human, contribute, mix, and transform into something new and beautiful. You'll have to check out the actual newsletter for this week's Scattering Seeds, where I share things that help us lean into nature's wisdom and rhythms, which you can find at sarahbytheseason.substack.com. Thanks, as always, for listening. If you know of someone else who might like this sort of thing, I would love it if you would share it with them. You don't know how big of a difference it makes to writers and creators when you share our work. Learn more at sarahbytheseason.com, and cheers to mixing the waters in the week ahead.